Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. As you know, it is Friday. It is hour number three. And when it's all that wrapped into one, what's that mean? That means on a Friday, the effort Friday with a little overcast. It's the power hour, 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 hour. So, you know, we were talking about, like, you know, obviously pay-per-view, live streaming, Super Bowl, all this stuff, right? And how we're, we're changing the way we watch sports. So, Adam Silver met, met with the media. He's doing, like, a demonstration today uh, at a digital summit that they do. And he was showing that there's a streaming experience of the future that you'll see on the NBA app where you can watch a game and what you do is for highlights, you can scan yourself and it makes you whoever player you want to be on the court and you are the player making whatever moves you saw. And he did it with Ahmad Rashad and it's hysterical because it's basically Ahmad Rashad in I don't know what player he took over, but he it's it looks like he's dunking the basketball and then chest bumping Lowry Markinen. But does he does he have like the <laughs> uh does he have like is it virtuality guys? No, no, it's on the app. You just watch it oh. back on the screen. You don't have it's not you experiencing it, it's you seeing yourself oh, doing okay. it. Oh, okay. That's that's weird. This is where we're going, man. That's weird, man. I told you about Taco Bell. Then I tell you about some Taco Bell. Yeah, I saw that. I did see it where it dro- you parked Drums- under it. <laughs> And it brings it. It just drops it down. It's, it's contactless, basically. It's like it's like it's like demolition man. When in the future, Taco Bell is the only country, uh, thing that survived. Only brand that survived. Well, the food certainly will survive as well. Um, <laughs> Y'all don't preserve so, this, <laughs> exactly. So, all stars. I'm going to give you the players. I want you to tell me who you would choose first. All right, LeBron and Giannis are the captains. And so, I'd have to give you every single player. This might take forever. Yeah, we got forever. We do? Yeah, 54 minutes. Okay. That's an eternity. So, I am, like, like, the NBA is doing this thing this year, by the way. They don't want someone to have their feelings hurt by being the last pick. So, they're having the reserves picked first. And then you pick the starters. Remember, whoever was voted a starter has to be a starter. So you can't like take a guy who's a reserve and make him a starter. It doesn't work that way. So how do you feel? First of all, just how do you feel about that? I mean, like we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. We wouldn't want like I, I'm trying to look at the list and see of the reserves who could end up being the last guy to pick. Would it be De'Aaron Fox? Maybe. Uh, I think would it be Jaron like Jackson. I think no, love- Pascal Siakam would be the last guy picked. Yeah, yeah. Because this thing, you don't want somebody that can't shoot threes, can't really play defense to get there. Because you, at the end of the day, you want to win. So I would say, like, I would always want to fill my, my, my team up with wings because in here, ain't nobody getting no ball in the post like true center work. You know what I mean? Maybe Except Jokic. Embiid. Embiid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, other than that, man, like, we can get these fast points by somebody that's going to run and gun. Well, Siakam does that. Maybe Julius Randle would be the last guy picked. 
See, Jules Randle would want to be out there playing hard as hell. Like, everybody was kind of <laughs> playing around like, bro, get this title. Um, all right, so then out of the starters, when we get to the starters, who are you picking first? Are you picking Luka? Are you picking Embiid? No, nah, Luka don't share enough, man. I don't know if he can play an all-star game. He may be trying to go get the title. You're not picking Luka first. Are you picking Ja first? I might, man. You know what? I want somebody that's, that's a 3 and D guy, somebody that can shoot to 3. I mean, I might go Jason Tatum. Remember, it's Elam ending. So that's the best part of this thing. It's an absolute ending. There's no clock. Yeah. That, that's oh. that's what makes it fun. There's an absolute ending in the fourth quarter. Uh, and the winner, the, the winners get a hundred grand each. The losing team only gets twenty five. So you know what's like crazy? This, this some yeah. system. I mean, that, like Bart. I know these guys make millions upon millions, but that's a seventy five thousand dollar difference to play in one yeah. game. Does and that, that matter? And that yeah, that makes you play hard. It ain't about. It's just that it's the it's a point that I get more than you. It ain't brought that mile because it might not change their life. It's like, right. hey, I get more than you. Like, hey, we won. We got way more than you. Ha ha. Let's go bet it. Let's bet it on a card game or something like that. But it's like, ha, I got more than you. But you, you, I'm thinking of somebody that can put it like because you know, like you gotta act like you're trying to play, but not try. Act like you're trying to play too hard to. Well, be you have you want to entertain for the first three quarters, but right. keep it close so, so that's that you why, can. Yeah. So that's why I think a guy like Jason Tatum because he can shoot the three a little bit, mm-hmm. but he can get some like transition stuff where it look like he just. Playing around, yeah. and before you know it, he got twenty. You like, hold up, hold up, man! Somebody get him! <laughs> and then it's too late because he scored enough points to win the MVP. Giannis runs up and down the court, but he ain't gonna shoot. But Giannis is the time- captain, so he's he's picking teams. So Giannis doesn't count in this. It's who you choose because it's Giannis and LeBron are the ones yeah, might, making the picks. It, it, might, it might be Jason Tatum or Luca. Luca because Tatum. Billy hit the three. Why wouldn't you take Jokic? Because you know he's gonna pass. Yeah, and like he he not gonna really be out there. He might shoot some threes, but he ain't really about trying to break no nah. sweat. Nope. He's not trying to sweat for real. That's what I'm saying. I think I think Jokic is the smart money yeah. first pick you take yeah. out of the starters. Now, out of the starters, who's the last guy you pick? Larry Marketing? Yeah. <laughs> so hometown no, no, guy, no, no, though. No, 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 no he's going to be coming from – and you know they usually like the hometown guy to trying to shine. Yeah. So I can see Larry Marketing coming out trying to trying to do that work. And he knows these rims. This is, this is his stadium. Uh-huh. So he knows the spots and – <laughs> yeah, I would go. I would go marketing. He's a young guy, so he's gonna try and shine. You know, you know, LeBron's gonna take Kyrie like probably first or second, right? You know, LeBron's taking Kyrie. Yep. yep but like, like guess, what? What would you what wager? Kevin... Wager LeBron's first pick. Would he take Kyrie first? Did Anthony Davis make it? Nah, man. Okay, I, I thought I didn't know if he made it. I know he no. was injured, no. but maybe he could have came in. Uh, no. it's funny because you know, like LeBron, LeBron, if, LeBron Le, like, like what are the what are the odds LeBron makes Kyrie his first pick? Yeah, I mean that's high, but the funny thing is, if Kevin Durant was healthy, uh, Kevin oh, he, Durant, uh, he, Kevin, he, Kevin, yeah. Kevin, Kevin Durant's trying to tell Chris, like this, Chris Paul's leaving next year. It's going to be us again. Easily it's just sorry, do pick. big three. Yeah, easily the first pick. There's no they doubt about that. It's crazy out there fighting over Kyrie. <laughs> but see, I'm telling you, LeBron, like, like I would probably, I would put the bet down that LeBron's first pick, if they had odds for all this stuff. That would be my pick. That LeBron's yep. first pick will be Kyrie. Giannis's first pick would be Jokic or yeah. Luka. They they both openly they both openly are are courting Kyrie, which is yeah. crazy mm-hmm. because they both need like because Westbrook's going, it opens the door for Kyrie. And then you, to you go do? there. Here's the thing: you do you pit Luka against Kyrie, Jump. LeBron, and LeBron the whole game with Luka on the like you want Giannis to take Luka. 
you take Kyrie, and then the whole game you talk about, look how much better we play together, man. Yep. Look at, right? Like you just tell, you just keep getting into Luca's ear about how they don't work with him, man. It ain't going to work with him. They just mess with him the whole time, just passively, aggressively bring all that stuff up. So that's all-star game. Slam dunk contest, obviously, is Saturday. Tonight you get the Rising Stars game. Quentin Grimes in that for the Knicks. Slam dunk has Jericho Sims. His, his teammates call him Jumpman. Like, the guy is a pogo stick. So, I'm, I mean, there's, people think he's going to win this thing. So, the Knicks might not win a lot of championships, or maybe he hasn't won one in 50 years, but they could probably hang some banners for the slam dunk contest at this point, right? If Jericho Sims yeah. wins it, yeah, OB he would be, the, whack, he'd be so. the fourth Nick player to win the slam dunk contest. Well, Skywalker. Yep. Kenny, okay. Kenny Walker, right? That's one. Can you name the other one? Keep going. Uh, damn, John Starks would never do it, right? No. Well, he was in it, but he never won it. No, the, the guy that won multiple, you know. Oh, oh Robinson, a little micro. Nate, Nate, Nate the Great. The, yeah, yeah, the Crypto dude Nate. that got knocked, went to sleep by uh, Logan Paul and, and lost all street cred for basketball players and black athletes around the world. <laughs> uh, after Nate. Was that was last year? Kenny Smith did it before, but he was never there. Kenny Smith with the Rockets. Yeah, he actually had a couple of nice dunks. Actually, yeah. when he was with the Kings, he he did really well in the dunk contest. Uh, no, Obi Toppin won last, so, so you can get a fourth Nick to win the slam dunk contest. So maybe we should start hanging banners on that. Probably eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. It's Barton Hahn, Allen Hahn, Bar Scott. Um, let's hear from Kevin Durant reflecting on his time in Brooklyn. It was a lot of ups and downs, but I loved the grind. Everybody in Brooklyn loved the grind, too. So I built a family over there. They're going to always be a part of my journey. We didn't accomplish what we wanted to accomplish as far as winning a championship, just like I told him, but I enjoyed the grind. And everybody there, we tried our hardest every day, regardless of what was going on in the media, what was going on with our teammates. Everybody who was in that gym, we grinded. So I love those guys. I get emotional to talk about them because that was a special four years of my career coming off of Achilles, and they helped me through a lot. Was it special? Was it special? Yeah, well, he did well, come off his injury. He got himself back to being the level he was, which is remarkable to come back from an injury like that and then just to come right back and be that guy again. That was great. But, you know, won one playoff series, and at a time when he had, was him – Three of the greatest offensive players in the world on one team, and they couldn't figure out how to make it work, and it blew up way too fast before you had a chance to see how good it could be. It was this this this. It feels like the whole project was a complete disaster. But he doesn't want to accept that. He doesn't want to accept anyone saying because that, that him, was a failure. It was a failure because for him, what he was trying to do, he was trying to recover and heal. And he thought probably that I had two years to win it. The first two years I'm going to be healing. And then he signed in. And listen, he picked the wrong guy. You know, it's it's funny, man, that when you think about his two options, like he had Kawhi Leonard that wanted him to come with him, and then he had Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie Irving won out. And maybe because Kyrie is a, a guy who I assume that you sit down and talk, you have a deep conversation I don't know how much you're getting out of Kawhi Leonard. Hey, Kawhi, Kawhi, you, 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 hey, man, you come in. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kawhi, like, remember when Serge Ibaka was trying to talk to him? him? Yeah, it's nothing deep. It was like, eh, hey, should I come? Well, yeah, like, he doesn't say much at all. Yeah, like, like <laughs> yeah. it just looks like Kyrie a better salesman. You know what I mean? Kawhi was probably like, hey, man, I want you to come play with me. 
Uh, how, do you, how do you think? How circle do you think, yes or no if you like me. How do you think Kyrie would do, though, in a state like Arizona? I mean, he'd be perfect for that, man. All that spa and zen and stuff no, that go on there. It's chi. No, nah, man, come on. You know what? Oh, you know what oh you're talking about the, po- the politics? I'm saying. You talk about a guy that pays attention to all this stuff, right? He pays attention to all of it. If you know what fe- what Arizona is all about, you really I mean, think I, that's I, the I, best place for him? A lot of black people moved out there. I got two cousins that moved out there. They ain't really complained about it. No? No. Okay. I mean, and they, and they I, guess black, you, I, black. I guess I guess you know if you if you don't care about voting, yeah, they don't care. They don't care about voting rights. <laughs> My cousin's like, I don't vote anyway. <laughs> right, exactly. I, I got you think war- Kyrie- I got I got warrants as we speak. Cause you telling me Kyrie goes there next year and we have an election. He got, but he got. He he's got, not going to start. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I can. No, play he, right now. he he's probably absentee ballot voter still from New Jersey. But that's not what I'm saying. He pays attention to all this stuff that goes on, right? And he always wants to have a say and make some kind of a statement. Man, he better take his ass to the, to the uh, Grand Cane and meditate. Mm-hmm. He got time for all that stuff. So there ain't no cell service out there. No, probably not. Well, KD is now there with Phoenix. They're looking forward to having him back after the All-Star break, and they become now the, the favorites to win the championship. Him, Devin Booker, and, and Chris Paul. Can Chris Paul finally get over the top and get that long-awaited championship? Does he have anything enough left in the tank to get it done? They, they now become that it team, and we'll see. And for LeBron, it's a matter of the Laker team that it looks better, but they hope to, on the other side of this thing, just make enough of a push to get in the 7-10 and then be that team that nobody wants to play. So the NBA after the All-Star break, this is going to be an interesting finish to the season. It might be the first time in a very long time there's no obvious champion. Now, we all are putting pressure on the Suns to get it done, but they've got to figure it out, and they've only got 20 games to figure out putting it all together and being as great as we think they could be in one yeah. year. And but when you look at the whole league, it's really like this is as wide open as it's been in a long time. Yeah, and and that's going to make it fun. It's a lot of pressure. How often do we see the team with the best record actually win the championship outside of like the Golden State Warriors? So we've mm-hmm. seen the Phoenix Suns and guys like that well, have tremendous the, regular season. Golden State Warriors that, won yeah. 73 games and didn't win the championship. Yep. So think about that. 800-919-3776. On the baseball side of things, Bart, when you're talking about stars and movement, yeah, man. this is something that if you're the Mets and Yankees, you need to pay attention to because Manny Machado made it abundantly clear to the Padres, to their fans, and the entire league, that he has an opt-out, and he plans to use it. I mean, so far this year, I'm a Padre, but who knows after next year. You know, obviously, the team knows where, where I stand in my situation, and you know, with the opt-out coming, and you know, I think I've expressed that I will be opting out after this year. I think my focus is not about 2024. I think my focus is about 2023, what I can do to this ball club, what I've done for this organization, and you know what we're going to continue to do here. I think we got something special here growing, and you know, I don't think uh, anything's going to change. Got something special, yes. A lot of talent, a lot of money is spent there, yes. But him putting it out there right now that he plans to opt out, to say it now, instead of maybe saying something we'll talk about later, don't want to talk about, you know how some players will do that when they know what they want to do, but they know if they say something, it's going to cause an issue. But him putting this out there, does that open the door for you to think that at some point this season – if you're the Mets or Yankees, especially the Mets who could <laughs> – I mean, is third base not a question mark for this team? Yeah, if, I mean – If you are the Mets, how are you not already bat. going, this is a guy we've got to target? Power bat and a gold glover. I mean, you talk about, you know, he matured a lot since his days in um, – Baltimore. In Baltimore. Then, mm-hmm. you know, first couple of years there when they were trying to, you know, compile talent. 
he wasn't living up to his contract. And then the last couple of years, he's been playing outstanding. They got Soto. They got Tatis. They paid Tatis. He may want to win a championship at this point. He's got his money at this point, and he knows that the Mets have more money. And, you know, also a bigger platform than, than paying for San Diego. Right. Uh, so, and let's see how long San Diego is committed as a small market organization to spending this money on this much talent and making trades and all that stuff when they know that they don't really bring in the money or their owners don't have the capital of a guy like Cohen. And but if you're if him, they go for Machado, does that put them out of the runnings for Shohei Atani? Because I, I, how? I'm how? just saying. I mean, Why would it? He, he, that's it, a three hundred million contract, three hundred million dollar contract. You still ain't paid Peter Alonso yet. That's the next thing too, right? And then Peter Alonso. See, this that's the difference. Peter Alonso doesn't want to talk about his contract situation. You know, McNeil and everybody else got paid. He doesn't want to talk about his situation. He he has kept that quiet, and he's he's right to do that. Manny Machado made it clear about his contract situation. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm a Padre for now, and we got a good team and all. But you see that money out there? You see what's out there right now? Yeah, I'm opting out. I'm definitely opting out. So if my future is here or somewhere else, I'm definitely opting out. And you know, again, where is the need for the Mets? It's literally the position that he is playing. And he has a And back. he also has made it clear that he and Tatis aren't really great. He's not too thrilled with how he has conducted himself. And they're tied to that kid for a while. Nobody's going to take that immaturity and coming off of that type of suspension. Yeah. And you can't pay him and Tatis Soto. And Soto. Uh, and everything, the money they just that they paid Dice K, right? Not Dice K, you uh, Darvish. So you've got like to me, this is such a him saying this almost feels like he just wants to put everyone on notice. Yeah, if this goes bad. And if you're the Mets, you've got to notice. And is this a trade deadline kind of deal? Yeah. If the Padres don't. The Padres are a very good team, but you're hoping they obviously that they made under, a push last year. Some injuries. Like, well, yeah, that's what I mean. They're top heavy, clearly. This is something that I, I would be – like, this would set off a lot. Remember I told you the Derek Carr – so the news today, of course, is Derek Carr has uh, decided to make a visit with the Jets. They are the second team that he is visiting, and the Jets are bringing him in. And so there's – that That to me is a five on the scale of ten as far as you know significant news. I look at it as due diligence for both sides. I just don't feel like – the, the end game is these two coming together because Derek Carr probably wants to get something done sooner rather than later. And the Jets need to take their time knowing that there's a lot of decisions to be made about Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, uh, and others. So I don't know if that's a big news kind of scenario. This, this one to me, Bart, is like a nine because there's a reason why he's putting it out there. He's being honest, which is, of course, nice, but he doesn't have to. He could have just kind of kept it to himself when they talked about his future, him just saying, I'm here, I do have some stuff in my options, but it's not something I'm thinking about. I just want to get the season underway, right? He could use all the cliches that athletes use, but he chose to make it clear. Oh, you see the money out there? Oh, hell yeah, I'm opting out. They haven't even thrown the first pitch of the season, and Manny Machado is already talking about the potential of him walking away from the team he's playing on right now because he sees the financial windfall that is waiting for him. And if you think it's because it's po- it's possible that the Orioles could bring him home or the Royals, but no. He looks <laughs> at it and says, the Mets and the Yankees are spending money and the Mets are throwing money around. The Yankees obviously have Donaldson at third, but that ain't the answer, and they know it. The Mets, what is it, uh, their third base situation has been the biggest concern for them. 
Yeah. And so they're going to spend, and he knows it. When you got great pitchers like Verlander and Swerge, Serger, and the um, and the other, I forgot the other guy, man, uh, the the, the uh, new Asian uh, persuasion guy. Yeah, Kodai, oh, oh, yeah, oh. Kodai Senga. Yeah, Senga. Yeah, Kodai. Right. You know, Kodai. Right. What you want is you want infield defense. You want great Gold Glove guys in the infield. You already have Lindor. You put him in third we base. Practically have an all star at every at every position. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then and then he also brings a power bat. Yes. Yeah. And he's a great. He's he's a special defense. Another star. I'm telling you, th- this is a story to follow. The Met, like you know how it's like the, you know should the Jets call on everybody? The Mets should be all over this. Billy Eppler should be all over this. He probably already knows, but they should be all over this and just wait their turn. And if you're the Padres, what do you do? You concerned? Do you think well, that's fine. He'll opt out, but we'll we'll be able to pay whatever it takes. How much is too much? For a franchise like that in a market like that, eventually you price yourself out. That's a huge story developing in baseball, and it resonates right here in New York. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. There's a report, Bart. Now, remember Arian Foster said everything in the NFL is scripted? I mean, the fact that this man has got this much coverage and everybody's kind of playing around what he said is amazing that, you know, he got what he wanted, right? Uh-huh. He, he, got, he got not relevance, but, but – But when attention. I tell you a report right now, this report, it'll make – this is why people buy into conspiracy theories. So Sean Payton is the new head coach of the Broncos. Mm-hmm. And as we know, he's been talking to your guy, our guy, everybody here at ESPN. We love Rex Ryan to bring him in. Well, you know uh, 
there's a report by Football Scoop that said that Sean Payton is uh, hiring a tight ends coach from Arkansas State by the name of Logan Kilgore. Mm -hmm. Now, why is that significant? Well, because before he went to take the tight ends coach job in December at Arkansas State, he this past season was the offensive coordinator at Isidore Newman School. Now, why does that matter? Well, the quarterback for the Newman School was Arch Manning. Hmm. Peyton Manning's still part of the organization. Peyton Manning's still, still in there. In the and we area. know the Mannings have controlled their draft destiny, right? Peyton Eli. decided not to go into the draft when the Jets had the number one pick. Chose not to go there. He didn't want to be part of an organization that was as bad as the Jets were at that time, even though Bill Parcells tried. And then Eli did not want, right? He He was, we're going to the Giants. We're not going to San Diego. And then they forced the Chargers to make the flip. And that happened there. So are we seeing this setting up for when Arch Manning is available, what, three years from now? Like, when is it going to be? Could what be. Is- two. He's already in college now, right? He at Tennessee yet? Has he arrived in Tennessee yet? Well, no, he hasn't. I don't believe that. Oh, yeah, that's right, Texas. I mean, he hasn't played yet. Okay. But so, he, but is he in college yet? Because that no. means he only got to take two years. That's what I'm saying. So, it's, so anyways. Are we setting up for that? That's my yeah. question. Yeah, we setting up right for when um, Russell got, Wilson contracts up. You, you got to get he's done. Arch Manning will be right there. So it's next three years. All right, Absolutely. now you get where I'm. Yeah, now you now you understand where I'm going here with this. Eli, like I'll be his quarterbacks coach. Uh, but Me. but you you get what I'm saying, right? I know exactly what you're saying. This is them planting seeds, you know, with somebody that has affiliation. It's the 2026 draft. That's when he would be available. Yeah, that is three years from now. Yeah. And that, that's, that's when Russell up. Wilson. That's probably when Russell Wilson's contract is is non guaranteed anymore. So when people say that it's you know this scripted and set up and fi- I mean it's games certainly aren't. Bro, if it was scripted, then the Knicks would have got Zion, and the league would be better off for it. I refuse to comment on that. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the number. Jason in Pine Bush. What's up, Jason? What's up, fellas? Like. I'm telling you, I show up and I listen to the show. Pete Rocks, you all smooth. You guys are dropping nuggets. It's all day, every day. Listen, America, if you're not listening to 98.7 ESPN Radio New York, you ain't listening to Sports Talk Radio. You guys are the best. My man. I appreciate it. Sometimes all right, let's get to brass tacks. Bart Scott, no chance. Lifelong, diehard Jets fan, I can't flex on you. I'm taking a different angle. Listen to me and listen to me carefully, brother. Mm-hmm. You are a Rock City son that went to Baltimore, and you are crushing it like a king in New York. I need you, and I'm going to collect these Jet fans, and if we got to do a GoFundMe page to put you on a plane first class to fly you down (laughs) to Baltimore and talk to your boy, Lamar Jackson, and let him know, uh... if you make it here, you are a king. Bro, it's not tampering. Go down there, bro. Get us some Lamar Jackson because my list, Lamar number one, Aaron, number two, Justin mm. Fields, number three. We could be special with this kid. Bart, come on, baby. What do we got to do? I got y'all C.J. Mosley, man. I, you know, he used to do my charity event. I said, hey, man, you should come down to Baltimore. You, you know, Orlando Ozzie Brown first ain't going to give you that guarantee money. Yeah, I was going to try and get you Orlando Brown, who I've known <laughs> since, I was four years, since he was four years old. Oh, that's a big oh, ass. Got, Lamar Action Jackson is a big, a big ass, ass wait, wait. though. Have you ever met his mom, who is his agent? Have you ever met her? 
No, nah, but I met Lamar Jackson um, in his sophomore year at Louisville okay. when I was doing my financial literacy program with Morgan Stanley. Mm-hmm. And then the next year when he won the Heisman, I was working for CBS and he came on there. And, of course, I've been down there and met him in Baltimore. Yeah. So I, I knew him before in, you know, his sophomore okay. year in college. So you tell me that you can't. Like, what Jason's asking you to do is you can't, like, you know, just reach out. You know, just reach out. Yeah, let me. I can, I can, I can, I can call Val and see if Val, you know, get his number. Bart Scott, Bart, listen to me, sir. Bart Scott, listen to me. You are a Detroit City son. You, you made your living. You ate in Baltimore, and you became a king in New York. Talk to this boy about it. Don't matter what he's making right now in ten years. Mm-mm. He's gonna run New York City if he brings us a chip. You know this. Talk so you, boy. so you get, so you guys <laughs> are saying, you guys are saying since KD and Kyrie is gone. Yep. If Lamar Jackson comes here, he'll be the number one most exciting athlete in New York right now, including Saquon Barkley. Next to Aaron Judge. You think? You don't think he can pass Aaron Judge? Oh, I think he would be – when I say next to, I don't mean – he's on the left side, meaning in the number one spot. I yeah. think he would – I think – would he jump over Aaron Judge immediately as the it, most significant star in the city? Because the a, NFL – He has a lot of flair, man. Because Lamar, the NFL, Lamar Jackson's too. a lot of flair, man. But you know what I'm saying? Like, because football yeah. tends to. King. Like, yeah, they do like a times 10 on your popularity. Like, Aaron Rodgers would, would eclipse Aaron Judge, wouldn't he not? Yeah, but. If Aaron Rodgers came to the Jets, he would eclipse Aaron Judge as the most famous yeah. athlete in New York. Yeah, because. But Aaron with Lamar. Ju- yeah, I think Lamar would because I think he's more charismatic than, than like, blah, blah, blah. Yo, know, as far as play, his play is like watching Michael Vick play. It's like you see stuff that you ain't never seen. It's like getting Zion Williams. You're getting a show. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You, mm-hmm. you get you get a guy that puts on a show, like does stuff like make people like fall down without touching them, like running for 60-yard touchdowns, like nothing. Could you imagine with the speed of that backfield with him and Brees Hall? He's faster than Brees Hall. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. Coop in the car, are you buying into this? Yeah, I, I'm off. Uh, well, I'm not really buying into it. How y'all guys doing today, man? Good. All right, that's good. Hey, hey, look, let me tell you something. Can you imagine Lamar Jackson with the Jets, with their offense and their defense, what they got right now? I mean, their fan base would blow up to the fullest. You hear me? I think Lamar Jackson would definitely be a better fit than any other quarterback that anybody is speaking about right now. So, yeah, definitely. Bart, get on that plane and get the ball or more, boy. <laughs> you know what? You know, I'm calling Amtrak right now. I'm calling Amtrak a seller right now. Actually, I'm going to DC right after the show. I'll meet you well, down there if you want. Yeah, man. I just get you it. go ahead and put on the full court press right now. Like, let's jump get on the seller. Like, listen, Lamar. This is the place you want to be, man. If you can make it here, if you can if you if you if you give them an MVP quarterback season here, what? There's a reason why Peter King included him when talking to Rich Eisen. And they were talking about the Jets and their options and Aaron Rodgers. Peter King also added Lamar into the equation. We all think, and I think you think, that the number one step would be Aaron Rodgers. If that doesn't work, could the number two step be Lamar Jackson? I think the Jets are going to have a very tough decision Mm. on their hands. You know, I think they will go after Rodgers if he does play. And if they don't get him, I think they will at least put their sniffers out and seriously consider Lamar Jackson. Seriously consider Lamar Jackson. They can put the sniffers out, right? They're going to put him out. Now, what you already know today is that they're doing due diligence. 
They're going to do it on all the quarterbacks that are going to be available. It makes sense. And the first quarterback that is available, the first one up right now, is Derek Carr. And the reports are that he is meeting with the Jets. He has already met with the Saints once, so the Jets are the second team that he is going to meet with, and the Jets are obliging the meeting. And why not? Because the Jets should do the due diligence on everyone available. Meet, sit down, let's talk it out. They shouldn't just say, now nah, we're all in on Aaron Rodgers, don't worry about it. No, we want to meet with you. And Derek Carr is smart saying, sure, I'll meet with you because you want competition for your services. But as you said, Bart, you said it early in the show that, you know, whether it's Lamar, which is that's going to cost you a lot, but you know it. Whether it's Aaron Rodgers, which is going to cost you a lot, but you're okay with it. And then, of course, Derek Carr is going to cost you, but you feel like that's not the best option because of the cap hit that it would inevitably be, right? Yeah, the fact that, you know, Guys, his 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 skill set is going to get forty five million dollars a year or forty two, and you're looking at you paying a hundred and twenty six thousand dollars. I mean, one hundred twenty six million dollars. You know what I'm saying for three years or four yeah. years of Derek Carr, man. That's you stuck with him. Yeah, and yeah. he's good. He's not great. Now you can win with him and you can do everything, but I'm gonna need still more opportunities to be able to. And then then you pr- pretty much giving up on Zach Wilson as well. And you have to think about it this way. Derek Carr is going to want to probably get something done sooner rather than later. And you can't because you've got to see where's things going to go when Aaron Rodgers emerges from this darkness retreat. Where's his head at? Well, what, what about Justin Fields and what are the Bears going to do at number one? And some of the rumors are that they could end up moving on from Justin Fields and taking Bryce Young number one overall. And so you want to be available for that in April. So Derek Carr might not want to wait on you for all this stuff. So that option might come off the table pretty quickly. But he should wait because when some of these contracts get done, it's going to raise the floor, right? When Joe Burrow gets paid, Jalen Hurts gets paid, if Patrick Mahomes – watch, Patrick Mahomes is going to, going to cap off the season. After everybody get paid, Lamar Jackson, um, Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. uh, Jalen Hurts, I think uh, I think that you know Patrick Mahomes be sitting there like, okay, your move, uh, Kansas City, mm-hmm. I'm – I'm now the seventh highest-paid oh, yeah. quarterback, yeah. and I'm the only one sitting here with two t- two Super Bowls and two MVPs. I'm gonna need to, you to add a two or three years on mine and make my average go from 46. Patrick Mahomes averages 45 million dollars. He's already fourth. That's amazing. So he'll be eighth. He'll be yeah. eighth because they still may redo Dak. Remember, because they got to lower his his salary cap. Yep. So he's so they're gonna they're gonna you know redo his. So he's gonna you know he's gonna be like probably the Eighth, which is Daniel Jones. And we also if, know that if I'm Derek Carr, I'm waiting for Daniel Jones to get paid too. And then Herbert. Herbert out there. And you saw yeah. the number that's already been floated 296, out. 296, 49 million. Amazing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Bart Scott, um, it's amazing how sometimes things that we feel like, you know, this is a fun thing to do, like when you do Bart Stradamus and you mm-hmm. make your picks and you do stuff like 
Patrick Mahomes, Supreme, Supreme. Oh, he's the baddest man on the planet. 38. 35. That was the Friday before the Super Bowl. You did mm-hmm. Barstradamus, 38-35, Mahomes reigning supreme. All of that came to fruition. You got the final score right, the winner right, all of it. And Barstradamus, who we have known, how, how long has Barstradamus been part of our lives? Uh, three or four years. Yeah, three or four years. Okay. Well, uh, Good Morning Football, which you see on NFL Network all the time. It's a great show. Kyle Brandt on it. Nate Burleson you know, has made appearances, of course, on it. He used to be on it on a regular basis. Uh, Good Morning Football gave credit to Nate Burleson for him making the pick as well. I cooked on it for a while. And for those that are thinking I pulled it out of nowhere, um, here's my formula. I didn't necessarily want to give it away, but people were asking. So the score is based on how I look at the two offenses. All right. So if you go zero to 10, no, no, no. These offenses are too explosive. If you go 40 to 50, I don't think they're going to score that Here's the problem. Is that Kyle Brent, as fantastic as he is, called him Nate Stradamus and gave him credit for making the 38-35 prediction, saying nobody predicts the Super Bowl score. How are we feeling about that real quick? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a slap in the face. Now, listen, me and Nate Burleson have the same agent. He's, his career is exploding I blame your agent. as come he's on, on all kinds of platforms. On, but left. at some point, you can't swagger Jack the King, man. You can't take my bit. That's like me saying toe-drag toe swag and uh-huh. saying I created it or saying something like that. This is this is plagiarism at its finest. Put some respect and put some respect, and don't act. And and, and Kyle Brand, don't act like you ain't never heard of me because I've been on that show too. Mm -hmm. Don't act like you don't live in the New York area and know that (laughs) Barstradamus is a real thing and he exists. Let's let's keep it a buck, man. Stop it. Just because because we're on different networks, don't mean that we don't hear each other's stuff. Sounds like a swagger jack to me. A lot of our listeners got upset when they saw this. We're sending this to us on Twitter. So it felt like we had to address it. So before there was Nate Stradamus, there was Bart Stradamus, and he predicted the final score as well. All right, real quickly, don't worry about the production or anything else, Tom. Uh, can't wait. I imagine this weekend it has to do with basketball. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because that XFL stuff, they can keep that uh, booty that booty garbage. <laughs> so you talk about – you know, hot garbage. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I want to rock with that. The Rock and all that stuff, trying to get into football. You know, The Rock couldn't make it as a football player. Now he wants to run our football league. I'm not with that. So I'm going to go with the slam dunk contest, hoping that they can do a better job than what they've done in the previous years. That's what I can't wait to see. Have a great weekend, everybody. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.